the St. Louis Wedding Podcast, helping you plan the best wedding in the St. Louis area. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the St. Louis Wedding Podcast. I'm Chris McMahon from McMusic Events, and today on the podcast, we have Sarah Whiteclump and Marsha White, the dynamic duo from White Clump Photography. Ladies, tell us about White Clump Photography. How and when did you get started in wedding photography? And we always say that we started, it was like a two, around 2005. Um, we really never meant to make it a business. Um, it just kind of happened. We grew out of referrals. Um, my mom, she photographed seniors, babies, you name it, she photographed it. And I always had camera in hand. Well, I was teaching second grade at the time, and she was like, oh, somebody just asked me to do a wedding. I don't, I'm not sure if I want to do it by myself. You want to come along, you know, tag along, because we were super close. She was actually my maid of honor oh, uh, wow. in my wedding. Yeah. So I'm the, I was the only girl in the family, so I was always the sidekick. So I went along with her and absolutely fell in love with weddings. I was like, this is awesome. I love this. And we had such a great time, like, hanging out. Um, and then that person who we did their wedding told other people, who told other people, to, who told other people. And before you knew it, I was teaching, and we were doing 20 weddings, 30 weddings. And it just kept growing. And we're like, wow, we need to call each other something. Like, okay, you're white. I'm clump. It's not a great name, but nobody forgets it. White clump, it's, you know... Mm-hmm. We had a taxi driver say, well, you must be good if you have a name, name like that. Like that. <laughs> you can get business. Um, so, yeah. So, it's just a great way for us to hang out and be able to be creative. And, um, that's really yeah, that's kind of just how yeah. it started. And the rest is history. So. so, do you feel that you ever have to kind of rely on some of those second grade teaching skills? Oh, absolutely. Uh, in your photography? <laughs> I always tease. I'm like, you know what? Groomsmen are just like second graders, just bigger bodies. You know, like, all right, let's come over here. You know, and I had to bribe them with, you know, drinks or, you know, like different stuff. Or like, oh, we're almost done. All right. Give me some smiles. And, <laughs> sure. um, no, but it's great. Yeah. It's just like herding cats, but it's so much fun. Now, how would you describe your style as far as uh, wedding photography? I, I've seen photographers kind of classify themselves as more um, classic where they're mm-hmm. you know kind of maybe using some filters that kind of give more vintage look to pictures right talk to me about maybe how, what kind of uh, touches you add to your photos yeah there are so many of us out there and so many different styles I always say we're kind of a hybrid between you know you all you need those traditional photos of you know parents you know the portraits of parents grandparents aunts uncles everybody's looking at the camera smiling Um, But we also, our biggest thing is just capturing how the day unfolds, Um, kind of just getting that journalistic style of, you know, grandma's over there, she's crying, you know, the emotion of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when you look at the photos, you're like, you can feel what was going on. You know, it it absolutely tells a story from beginning to end. And that's kind of why, you know, if you look at our packages and things like that that we offer, we used to do like eight hour packages, nine hour packages. And that sounds like such a long time to be there. But what we found was... Um, nobody's cookie cutter every wedding's different and we never want to not tell the story and be like oh it's nine hours you haven't cut the cake you haven't done your first dance so we're out of here kind of thing so our big thing is just making sure that we're capturing everything if somebody just got engaged you've got a couple that um, just said their commitment that yes we're we're gonna Mm -hmm. do this and they give you a call what's the process with that after I call you and say hey we're, we're looking for a wedding photographer Take it from there. 
Yeah, so a lot of times we don't get a lot of phone calls, but it's more through like email or they'll be texted. They'll say, hey, you did run a friend's wedding. Um, We're really interested. And so first of all, we always like to look at the date, see if we're available. And then we kind of start off with, hey, we're super excited. What what kinds of things are you looking for? And usually when we ask what someone wants in a photographer or what are you looking for, it's like deer in headlights. They look at us like, I, I don't know. I just want you to show up, take great pictures. You know, but sure. usually too that they've looked at our our work on you know online and online on the website. We always we say that that's such a big thing is kind of looking at our work and see if it speaks to you or if that's the, that you can envision your wedding photos to look like because we want people to have realistic expectations and and every like we said every style is so different. Sure. So we want them to you know make sure that we're a good fit for them. Well, it's okay. kind of a mix. It's not one thing. You know, or another. It's which it's a mix. It's it's a mix of feelings and family and uh, the emotions of the day. Right. You talk with them. They've seen your work on you know the website or through friends, and mm-hmm. they decide yes, we want to we want to reserve you. We want to contract with you. Mm-hmm. So then you sign the contracts and so forth. And then what happens there is you know engagement sessions or sit down yeah. meetings. Yeah. Even How do all of that work? That's a good question. Even before they book, I think having that personal connection is such a big thing. Um, you know, meeting with, meeting with our clients mm-hmm. beforehand and sitting down face to face and kind of just talking. And you, you always have that vibe of yes, we're going to work awesome together. We have the same ideas, or no, maybe sh- you know they're looking for something else, or maybe they're you know we just want them to be to have, comfortable. To be comfortable. I'm like I'm with you all day long. So if you don't like me, don't hire me. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, kind of thing. So yeah. So once we meet that we decide we're a great fit um then they'll sign the contract and then we'll figure out on engagements what to do some people want engagement photos some people don't it kind of depends on yeah, and we have they, different packages they can choose from too and some of that includes the engagement some some don't but they can also right. just make up their own package too. Okay. yeah it's very customizable i mean however we love to do engagements just because it's a great time to get to know each other and so we're not showing up the wedding day like hey well, you know time comfortable. to get comfortable you know yeah. with us so we kind of know what you know what they're like and and the style that they like too as far as like some people have they like the right side better than the left side or you know we're just getting to know them personally and what they like and don't like so. make them feel at ease and then yeah. they know that day too how it's going to go and that's not they're not so stressed the day of the wedding so right there's not many people maybe five people out of the last you know 13 years we photographed just super comfortable in front of the camera it's not like I'm oh not. hey well, no and, I'd much rather be on the and other end what do you do when you have a situation where a bride or a groom isn't in, comfortable in front of a camera which is nine times out of ten <laughs> so usually I mean we'll walk around during the engagement session we'll talk about what they're you know looking for like if they want more nature background or if they're no, they urban just or, get them to talking and relax and relax. yeah but once we put them in that environment mm-hmm. it kind of becomes not about photos at all it becomes like oh how'd you guys meet or oh you know where was your first date or we'll, we'll just talk about things that it's more like just a day hanging out with them and photographing that and get to know them. I mean, I'll even talk to the guys about their favorite baseball teams or their whatever, just to get their mind off of like, hey, I'm standing. The guys in. that aren't wanting to be there, right? We always <laughs> said we did our job with the guys. Like, this wasn't bad at all. This was awesome. I'm like, yes, uh, you know, this is. So you've got to keep up on your sports knowledge. Then. Oh, I, well, absolutely. I have brothers. I have boys at home, so I'm good with that. Yeah, but girls and boys, though. So um, yeah, just to, like I said, just to keep their mind off of and engagements. We always ask them. Maybe some some spots that are special to them that mean something to them, and, and we go there. Like their first date, where they had their first date, or makes them relaxed. 
too. Right. It's kind of going down memory lane. Like mm-hmm. They'll recreate their first date. We'll go to their favorite restaurant, like their favorite coffee shop or wine bar or just, you know, where they love to play catch with their dog or everybody always asks, can we bring their dog? Yes. Can we bring, you know, we've had cats, we've had dogs, we've had everything, you know, so. So you are pet friendly. We are yeah. pet friendly. Yes, very much so. <laughs> okay. Is there kind of a standard as far as how long before the wedding that engagement photos should be done or does that just really matter? You know, is it really up to the couple? It really is up to the couple. I always ask them, you know, they're like, when should we, you know, that's the first question after they book. They're like, okay, when, when should engagements be? And honestly, we've had them, you know, because some people book us a year and a half in advance. So sometimes they want them done right away and they want to want them for different things. But we always say, ask them if they want for save the dates. Do they want a guest book? Making sure they have plenty of time to get all of that in. I always say nine, nine, six to nine months before. Okay. If they want to send save the dates, things like that. But then we've also had people that will do them two months before just to get comfortable and they don't really need them for anything. They just want to get to know, sure. know each other. So. And you just mentioned something that I want to make sure to touch on. You had talked about some uh, clients will hire you a year and a half in advance. Mm-hmm. It, what is typical for hiring a, a wedding photographer? Is it a year? A lot of brides are always like, oh, I'm a year out. I need to start planning my wedding. Right, right. What is the typical you know, I, although I know in wedding business there is no <laughs> there typical. is no typical right. Um, you know what? I think a lot of that has to do with time of year too, and we see trends, and we've seen trends yeah, in the last <laughs> um, gosh, couple years. Even um, really popular dates, it might be a number thing. You know, like when eleven, eleven, eleven came along, sure. everybody wanted that date, or seven, 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 or. Um, so it kind of depends on your date that you want and. You know, if you are engaged a year and a half in advance and you know that you definitely want to book certain things, I always say to make sure and book your big things first and then everything else can kind of fall in afterwards. Okay. But, um, you know, for example, a lot of people want October. We're already booked for all of October of 2019. So it's kind of like people think they're ahead of the game and I'm like, no, you're never. <laughs> like, if you want it, then book it. You know, Sure, everybody wants that fall Pinterest wedding. Yes, absolutely. And Once even you get dis- that date, though, right. I think it's important then just to get your major things out of the way. We're even finding, though, like November reception. and December are super popular now. So Sure. Yeah. Now, and I mentioned Pinterest there. Do you have many brides that come to you with Pinterest boards of, hey, I saw, I like these style of pictures or I like these types of poses. Do you do you get that very often? We do. Well, we used to actually more than we do now. I always say it's a good to have a Pinterest board for inspiration and things like that. We have had it where it's like, oh, I want this, I want this, I want this. You know, like where it'll show winter pictures and fall pictures and um, hair blowing at this. No, I, I wish I could, but I can't. Um, so just be... Right. Just being realistic of what your pictures are going to look like. Just because you see it on Pinterest, they may, they may be that kind of couple that loves to stare into each other's eyes and all this stuff. I don't see too many couples that are naturally like that. And if they are, that's great. But we kind of just play off the couple. You know, some people like to laugh and have fun and just be goofy and things like that. Some people are very, you know, uh, lovey and touchy-feely. But that's not... Some people aren't. So we just have to really kind of gauge our couples. When you let them be them, you know. Right. You can't make them feel awkward and make them do anything. Because some poses on Pinterest just would not work for certain people, you know. Sure. (laughs) They would look awkward and they don't want to look awkward. Sure. Yeah. So going back then to, you had mentioned about how you pretty much spend the entire day with the brides and grooms. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. Are you pretty much there from like 
time to wake up, you know. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I always say, it's not that creepy. I'm not like, good morning. They usually you know? don't want you there. <laughs> no, they don't. They're like, can I just get some hair and makeup, you know, kind of going here or whatever. But, yeah, it's usually at the tail end of hair and makeup that they'll want us there because that's, you know, they're looking their best or almost, you know, They've finished. got their mimosas in They hand. have their mimosas. Yeah, they have their coffee, whatever. And so we'll start at the beginning there and kind of get all the details that they've planned so long for, like the dress, the shoes, the jewelry, you know, all that kind of stuff. So we like to show up a little bit early, not necessarily, we're pho- you know, photographing them as the, our hair is half up, half down. Sure. You know, no makeup. Um, and then we kind of like to stay, obviously, we stay until the very end. I mean, if they have a sparkler exit or if they do some kind of special exit, we'll definitely stay for that. But um, we always like to get dancing people having a good time just enjoying the night and some of those are my favorite photos because people are letting loose and it's like really their personality comes out it's not so so posed it's not so posed right right gotcha do you both do the shooting at the at the same time? So, mm-hmm. like, you know, Marsha, are you with the guys, and Sarah, you're with the girls, or vice <laughs> versa? I always stick her with the guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm the lucky one. But anyway, no, guys no, are usually awesome. we we both a show where the, the where the girls are getting ready. The guys don't, you know, it takes 15 minutes for them. So usually they're still sleeping or later, playing Xbox, which I'm still jealous or, yeah, about. I'm golf, just like, golf oh, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And they're having drinks so, and pizza and all this stuff, and the girls are eating, you know. But then when it's time for them to get ready, I all I ask is they have their pants and shirt on, and I'll <laughs> head on over that way. And, um, you know, just do some candids and then get some details of, of the groom finishing up. And, and then any fun things that they might be doing. I mean, you know, that's always... Sometimes they're having a celebrate, you know, celebratory mm-hmm. drink or, you know, having... Or we've even went golfing with the guys in the morning some people want us there the whole time and some right. guys are like you know what I'm good you can be here for like 15-20 minutes and then right. we just, just never be- want them to feel uncomfortable on their day so it's we just kind of talk about how long they want us there when you're there obviously you're knee deep or neck deep in, in the wedding day what's mm-hmm. your favorite part of the wedding day there's so many favorite parts I mean because my favorite part I can speak for myself is I just love that raw emotion because you know when it's going to happen I mean you can almost gauge it if when she finally puts her dress on she puts the veil on she sees her dad for the first time at first look with her or dad the mom and the tears. or the mom and, and the, well the same way with the with the grooms and their moms and their dad I, it's just all emotional and you would think after, after doing this every weekend every we would weekend, be <laughs> we wouldn't get goosebumps and want to cry ourselves but yeah you do it's just emotional and it's, it's just an awesome day to be a part of or even when the bride walks down the aisle just that nervousness and you can just Come see it in her out. face <laughs> no so i mean i get yeah um we even have one of my favorite photos uh is actually a first dance they're dancing and she's getting or he's um going to dip her and he is almost dropping her and his mouth is wide open like oh my gosh I'm getting ready to drop my bride and she just laid out beautifully like has no idea that he, he doesn't have a hold of her he's scared to death right but just that real yeah you know how weddings really play out is yeah. kind of my favorite to dovetail out that you had mentioned first look mm-hmm. uh, yes. do you see more brides and grooms doing first look before the ceremony, or is there still the traditional don't want to see her until she walks we down have the quite aisle? A few now, more than we used yeah, to. Yeah, I would say it's a 70 30, maybe. But you know what? We never push our brides to be like, you know, you have to do a first look. Well, you, there's no question about it. I think it's kind of whatever they're comfortable with. Some people are really still well, there. They want to stay with the tradition. You and know? they do. And then that's totally fine. But we always like to lay it out, too, because we help out a lot with timelines as far as, you know, when the light's going to be good for um, photos.
shows and what they can expect and just figuring out travel time from here to there. Hours that you have in between. Right. And- um, so they look for us a lot to give them advice on when to get their hair and makeup done, when to have their ceremony, when to have, you know, and we'll just kind of help out. Just when to start all that, you know. Right. Just real, well, that's, I think that's one of the most helpful things is the timeline. Right. Helping them decide when to start things. And sure. How long right. it's going to take, you know. Just even getting on and off the, the limo or the bus or whatever. And it's according to how big your wedding party is. And it's a lot of little things that you have to figure. Deciding, yeah. 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 That determine. You think, oh, five minutes here, five minutes there. But you, it adds up. Especially if you have two or three different places you're stopping or at. Traffic, or yeah, traffic. Or um, great oh, Missouri yeah. weather that you're not <laughs> banking on. Because we always have to have a plan A, uh, B, yeah. and C. Because you never know when it's going to snow, rain. Or bridges being bridges under being, construction. <laughs> wasn't going to mention that one. But yes, that's a big one yeah. too. So, yeah. Festivals going on in Boris Park. being closed down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. With the timeline, it, with our uh, company, with Music Events, mm-hmm. we're always helping our clients as well with the timeline. Which is great, yeah. But it's it's kind of a team effort. You know, Absolutely. you guys are working with them kind of earlier on to build the timeline of the different parts when you need them for. Right. And then, you know, we get them later in the evening and we build the timeline for the. But collectively, you know, it's a team effort. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we recognize that there are certain things that we can't control. For example, if they're wanting to have their photographer get sunset pictures with them, right. Right. you can't control when the sun's going to go down. Right. So we have to make sure that we have a good flow of the evening to make sure that you, the photographer, has plenty of time to get them outside and where they need to be in time for that perfect sunset. And that's what we always like to talk to the DJ about as well. We don't ever want to pull them out at a really important time. You're like, oh, we're doing toasts. And, you know, so we like to have those conversations with our vendor, you know, other team of vendors, because it really is a team, like you said, team effort. And so we're not messing up, you know, your flow of things. It's not just our show. It's everybody, you know, we're all working there for them. Right. So. Right. Kind of like with hair and makeup, you know, too. They always ask, when should we have hair and makeup? Videographers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's, definitely a team effort so. we're all there to do a job and yeah and you want to do, do it best. Well. <laughs> now i earlier i asked you uh, you know what's your favorite part of the day of the day mm-hmm. um what would you say is the toughest part of your job as a wedding photographer our toughest part of i think me being a people pleaser is probably the toughest part of the job because not only do our clients hire us our bride and groom but we also know that it's a big day for their parents and we want to make sure that we're getting everything that's making everyone happy and that we're all on the same page and that the timeline's running smoothly, you know, so everybody knows and feels comfortable that everything's getting taken care of because it's a one-time shot. It's not like, hey, can we do this next Saturday? I didn't get a picture of your favorite aunt over here, you know, kind of thing. So we've never, we've learned not to assume anything anymore. So I think just making sure we have all of those details, you know. Well, we have helped out in a lot of different ways that isn't photography. We have sewn up dresses. We pin on boutonnieres. We, you know, we we were glad to help in any way. We just want to make your day stress free. I always say I can Photoshop a lot, but happiness is not one of them. So as long as you are happy, that's good to know. So I said I don't have a button for that yet. So and I'm not going to draw a smiling face on you because you can definitely tell in pictures when people are stressed and things are. And it's going to happen sometimes during wedding days. You've planned all you can do, plan, and nobody's going to know if anything goes wrong. You just. That's the day to enjoy, the time to enjoy it. Yeah. A lot of times nowadays with the cost of equipment coming down, you know, with cameras, uh, oftentimes you'll hear a bride say, oh, we're just going to have our cousin take the pictures or, or mm-hmm. you know, kind of a, a DIY instead of hiring a professional. What advice would you maybe give to those brides who are considering something like that? 
You know, and I under, I completely understand. Looking back to whenever I was getting married and going through budgets and thinking, oh my gosh, this costs this much and this costs, especially if you know it's your it's your first time planning and you don't have any idea of how much things cost and you want to try and cut down a cost as much as possible. And I do hear some people like, well, I just have a cousin that has a camera. I'm going to let them do it. My thing is, and then your cousin may be wonderful at taking pictures, but I think there's more to being a wedding photographer than just being able to. Than having a good camera. Than having a good camera or knowing great locations. It's just, it's a lot more of, you know, just knowing how the day unfolds, knowing what pictures to take, knowing your timeline. There's just a lot of different factors, I think, in there that maybe your Aunt Carol might know or your Uncle Bob might not know or things like that. So that might be missed, I think, right. or might not go as smooth. Okay. So. Now, when a bride and groom have you do their wedding or you've done their engagement and they've mm-hmm. done, you've done the wedding what happens after that where do the pictures go <laughs> well as soon as we get home we upload them obviously to multiple places my computer her computer on the cloud you know they're everywhere um externals oh my gosh um so we still have the first wedding that we ever did so so you've got backups for backups backups for backup you can never have too much backup for a wedding right. is what we kind of think um and so after we get the photos and I am always super excited. Like, it's like Christmas. I go through them, and I'm, I can't wait to see, like, certain ones I'm really excited about. And we like to post maybe a teaser, like, a week or two after the wedding, just so they have something to look at. Um, and they're so, you know, they're excited about the day. They want to see them. Um, and then we always say, like, six to week, eight weeks after the wedding, at the longest, is when they'll get their photos back. We'll go through, edit them. Nothing too crazy, because there are trends. Like, when I got married, it was black and white with a pop of color. It was really cool. And that was awesome. But not so much now. Sure. <laughs> I'm waiting for that turn to maybe. No, I'm not waiting. I hope it never comes. But we try to keep it as classic as possible just so they'll look at their pictures 10, 15, 20 years. And they're like, oh. I mean, the styles might be not so classic anymore. But their, their photos are going to look classic. So are they getting them on a, a digital version? Mm-hmm. Or are they getting them as prints? Are, are albums still as popular as... They used to be back when those black and white with the pop of color was still there. <laughs> they, they honestly are. Um, we have a lot of our clients that will get our package that has the album in it. So we have different packages that have different tangible items that they can um, have or they'll want to get their you know 4 by 6s or 5 by 7s But what we do is every couple will get a USB with all their high-resolution photos. So they can really take those and they can get them printed wherever they would like. There's different quality and some people you know choose to do it themselves or we have it on an online gallery with a password it's password protected and they can give them to their parents friends and they can actually order off the website or they can actually make copies for their parents and, and they won't get them. every picture we take we go through those and we um, well eyes choose. closed you or know, kind of similar a lot things of them like that. that you wouldn't need and we may take four or five well if they're anything like pretty similar like, so we right. just pick out the best and edit those, and you know they can get anywhere from eight hundred to thousand, twelve hundred pictures back. So, and that's a big question that we always get yeah. asked too: How many photos do we get back? Well, it really depends on a lot of you know. It depends on how long your day is and when you start. And... Now, do you travel all over the St. Louis area, or are, is there kind of a certain area of the St. Louis metro area that you prefer to just operate out of, or you, you go all over? We are kind of. Here, there, and everywhere. So, um, yeah, we travel all over. We're originally from like 60 miles south of St. Louis. So, traveling to us is really not that, you know, we've been down to Chalmette, we go out to Chandler Hill. Um, we're doing a wedding in um, Indiana in April, a sister's 
that we already did her wedding. We're doing the sister's wedding, and she's it's in Indiana. You know, we travel. We go to destination. We have destination weddings kind of in our, I say, our off season, uh, January, February, March. Um, we'll travel a lot. So there's not really anywhere we won't go. So yeah. let's talk about destination weddings uh-huh. then. Um, tell, tell me about how does that work? <laughs> you know I mean, I want to know. I'm still waiting for my first bride and groom to... To Take me to, to Mexico you know, or Jamaica. <laughs> well, let me know because I love to get so. um, Yeah, anywhere warm. Yeah, so it works a couple different ways. So I guess about when we first started the business, I had been traveling to Key West a lot. A lot of people know that. Right. And just fell in love with the town. It's a small town. It's really a small town. Everybody knows each other. And I thought, gosh, they, they are the second largest city to do weddings besides Vegas. And I thought, wow, they do weddings. Why can't I do weddings down here? And so I started talking to a lot of the planners and a lot of the um, hotels and things like that. And I was like, you know, we, we do wedding photography in Missouri, but we'd love to, like, come down here and do weddings as well. And we got to know different people, and they put us on their preferred vendor list. And then we kept – we got – getting phone calls and from all over you know it's not just Missouri brides that are going down there it's people from New York it's people from Chicago it's you know people from Australia um so all over getting married down there so that's how we kind of have a connection there as we love the area and just decided to make connections I think making connections is such a big thing not just Mm -hmm. for destination weddings but even in St. Louis too and getting to know your vendors and things like that so sure yeah, and sometimes they're, um, like I said, the sister is getting married in Indiana, so that's how we got the connection in Indiana. We have one in... Um, we're in Chicago a lot. In Chicago. Colorado. We're in Colorado. Yeah, so different ways, different things, you yeah. know, kind of take us to different places, so... Do destination weddings add a little bit more stress for you because you got to make sure that you've got this packed or that packed or you didn't forget this? It, or? <laughs> it sounds fabulous. It sounds really glamorous. Oh, you get to come to destination. But it is like 10 times probably as stressful. Well, um, we have it down pretty much of what we need to take. It's just the uh, hoping that nothing gets destroyed or, or, you know. Well, we bring backup equipment. Yeah, we bring, yes, all, we you do. know, all kinds of things. Right. But just traveling, just being at the airport, even traveling to Key West, they take small planes, so they always want to check our luggage, which like makes to, us a little like nervous because it. it's all my, my life in one bag right there. Mm-hmm. Um, but just making sure your equipment gets there safely. Um, we've been down there so many times, so that we feel like we know the area. But if we go anywhere new, we always like to travel there a couple days before just to scout and make sure that we know where we're going so we're not just like, oh, where are we going for a picture? <laughs> you know, like making sure that we... So you do your recon in advance. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Most couples have never done this before. Is there anything that you wish more couples would ask about? What are they missing? Well, I mean, I feel like a lot of clients that we do meet with have a lot of great questions. Um, I always say the biggest question that some people are misled about are is the how long your photographer is going to be there. Um, they're like, oh, I got a really good deal. I, you know, it's seven hours. It's going to be perfect. We're going to jam pack all this stuff. But then I've heard from clients that like, oh, we got a bill for $1,500 extra because they had to stay three hours that we weren't planning on, you know, that kind of thing. So it's the extra added cost I would tell them to ask about. Um, Is there extra cost for editing? Is there extra cost for traveling? Is there extra cost? There's just a lot of hidden fees, I think, that sometimes get missed or taxes or things like that. Just making sure that you know what you're getting, having realistic expectations. It's my biggest thing, I think, to ask about. You know, and and of course, how many weddings have you done? You know, how experienced are they? Um, You know, I I think that's the biggest. Yeah. 
And, if, and they, they do ask us, though, too, if we have the extra equipment in case something happens. Or if one of us gets sick, if we have people that would, you know, take our spots. So. Right. And we do. We have that all taken care of. Just having that peace of mind, you know. Yeah. So Sure. In general terms, what should a couple expect to spend on decent wedding photography? Is there a range that you can maybe give us? that someone should expect to to spend? I mean, are we talking, you know, $1,000 or is it $10,000 or just kind of, it really depends on what they're looking to get or how many albums or things like that. But for a couple who's just thinking about hiring a photographer, Mm -hmm. what should they kind of expect to spend in their budget? You know, I can be honest in saying that I haven't really priced many people out like for a long time. We are at a price point where we are we're comfortable um for us so i don't really know what everyone else is charging i mean i know some people charge a thousand i know some people charge ten thousand and you like you said there's a lot of different factors on why they're charging a thousand or why they're charging ten thousand i would just have that question as um a client of why they're charging that much um, so it's more of the get what you pay for right absolutely what because, you're getting for that amount i mean yeah. obviously when we started out 15 years mm-hmm. ago where we were much cheaper then because you know, we were just starting Your experience out. is worth something. Right, right exactly. Um, and then it, it depends on, too, like you said, albums, what they're getting in their package. Sometimes people have three or four people. They have a team of people coming with them. I mean, obviously, that's going to cost more than just your $1,000 package. So it's it just varies so $1, much. $1,000 won't get many hours of coverage there. Right. Really or won't. maybe someone that's just starting out, right. too. Then let me ask, are, are there any... Or what are some of your favorite spots in the St. Louis area? And when I say St. Louis area, I'm talking the, the, the big area. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of your favorite spots to, to take uh, a couple to get their photos done, whether it's engagements or their, their wedding day photos? We get this question asked all the time. They're like, what's your favorite spot? I wish I had a favorite spot. Like, oh, this is my favorite tree over here. We're going over here. This is beautiful. But as you know, Missouri changes so much and the landscape changes so much. So we are constantly scouting. And honestly, probably my favorite places are places that are not places at all, like monumental places. And and and, I, and we, not to say that we don't love, I mean, we love Forest Park. We love, but there's so many great spots in St. Louis a wide range of places to take photos that honestly I yeah, and it is according to what they want what they want whether they want um, you know more nature or they want more buildings or whatever it's just you've got to play off of your couple gotcha mm-hmm. absolutely there's so them. many beautiful parks there's so mm-hmm. many you know we had a, a couple that loved urban so we went and scouted I took my you know twins I was loading them in the car I'm like alright we're driving around St. Louis today you know and found a really great like it's old... always good to find look around and maybe find different places too that you haven't been but you know a Forest Park is an example of one you can go there and just it, make it look different every time because there's so many neat places there running and, trails uh, things that I've yeah, never seen just, Yeah. if I was a runner maybe that I know. <laughs> but it, and it's great you do your homework like that in advance and kind of have some of those things in your back pocket because on any given Saturday during you know April through October, right. you can drive downtown St. Louis and there's a half a dozen or more wedding parties trying to get pictures by Bush Stadium or by the courthouse. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know that And those of, are great locations if they love those. Sure. But, but it messes up your timeline if you've got to wait for five other wedding parties in front of you. To get their pictures done first. Um, right. So you can at least give them some other options that you might think 
would work better for their. But if they're cardinal fans, you gotta go. I mean, oh, they sure. want to go there, <laughs> right? Or if they say, "Oh, you know, we've always gotten our pictures at Art Hill, or you know, this and that." But you know, we've actually pulled up there, and there was like four other weddings there. Yeah. And I'm like, "Okay, well, here's what we have. You know, we have like 30 minutes. We can stay here and wait. I'm totally fine with that. Or we can go to this other location that's really pretty, and we can get more photos here that I don't think anybody else." <laughs> so it's just like I said, we always like to give realistic expectations. Like, hey, we can stay here. This might take, you know, not have as many photos, but if this is what you're really looking for then I'm totally fine staying. Question that we're asking all of our guests on the podcast. Where would be your favorite spot to send out of town wedding guests to to experience St. Louis? I think Forest Park. That that would be one of my I'm all about going to the micro so I'm saying going somewhere different, you know, or going down to see large listeners and some music and stuff like that. So that's what I like to do. All right, so you could probably find Sarah on, on her days off down in Seward. <laughs> if I had days off, I would totally be there. So, no. so to wrap up, how can people find out more information about White Clump Photography? So they can always visit our website at whiteclumpphotography.com. Um, they can and that's find- with a K. It is with a K. Yeah, like Nutty Professor. They can look there. All of our newest weddings we will usually put on our Instagram. And what's your Instagram? It's White Clump underscore photog and our facebook page at white clump photography so we'll put our sneak peeks in our latest there if, even if clients don't book us and they want to see what a venue looks like or if they want to see what their florist is because we'll our, always list our vendors too so they can kind of see what each couple's using and if they like it they can contact other people okay yeah well and we'll also put all of that information in the bottom of the show notes so that way okay. people will be able to if they're driving in the car running on the treadmill right now you yeah. know those brides Trying to get ready oh, for the yeah. wedding. Um, <laughs> we'll make sure that they can go to the show notes and, and get that contact information to be able to reach out to you. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the St. Louis Wedding Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to be updated when new episodes drop. And be sure to like and follow our Facebook page and submit any questions or suggested topics for future episodes. I'm Chris McMahon from McMusic Events, and until next time, we hope you're having fun planning the best wedding in the St. Louis area.